This is Two Birds, One Clone, where three college friends bullshit about sports. All right, so the boys are back. Uh, we're going to start off with probably the most important news of the week. Uh, I'm joined here with a WNBA insider, Luke Gedkin. The Chicago Sky won the WNBA Finals. Uh, Luke, I know you don't have a specific team that you like. Yeah, the you Lynx. just love them all. No, he's a Lynx fan. I'm a Lynx guy. Oh, you are. I've been I to a couple, I've been to a couple loved, games. You he's a Minnesota loved. rider. I'm a, yeah, I've been to a couple games. Are are the Chicago Sky rivals with the Lynx? Uh, I don't. I have no clue. <laughs> they're, no, I was, that parade. I mean, like they're border to borders. I was there. That parade was electric. I kind of want. I wanted to be there, but I don't know. Shit, shit happens. You got school. Can't make everything. Right. I think more people. And with my team either. I think more people came to my high school graduation than there was people at that parade, Luke. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think so too. I was at your high school graduation. I'd agree. In a COVID year too. <laughs> yeah, in a COVID yeah, year. No, against all odds. <laughs> against all odds. All right, so uh, there's two people in this world, uh, ones that are on hot streaks and ones who are due for one. And uh, my who's out of the week are horny coaches. So last week we had Urban Meyer, and obviously we all know how that went down. But then this week we have Coach O. Uh, Coach O and LSU have mutually agreed to part ways because – Coach always started bringing young women around practices, and the straw that broke the camel's back was uh, he he went up to like some high-ranking like LSU person's wife and like asked her to work out with him and stuff like that, and I think that's what tipped it over. Uh, I I knew Coach O was kind of like on the hot seat, but I didn't know about that. Oh yeah, he. Apparently, he's, like, bringing girls and, like, their kids to practices and shit. It was interfering with everything. I, I heard shit about that, but I didn't know, like – yeah, I know. I heard, like, rumors that he was kind of doing that, but, wow, that's fucking funny. Yeah, he needs yeah. to get bogged. He needs to get bogged. <laughs> Major bog. But, uh, yeah, I'd be better coaches. But, anyway, for my who's deal, uh, it's kind of obvious, but Jackson Mahomes. Um, I just think this getting, like, way too out of hand, like – it's not about you. It's about your fucking brother who's the best player in football right now. And, like, he's struggling this season so far. And then you just go out and dance on fucking Sean Taylor's, like, memorial thing. I don't know. It's just fucked. Like, he's paying for you to get these, like, box seats every fucking week to every game. Like, the least you can do is, like, keep the drama out from everything going on. Like, it, I don't know. It's getting fucking ridiculous. Sorry, I got a call there. <coughs> You're up, Luke. Yeah, my bad. I got a phone call. My fucking mom. <laughs> um, All right. Anywho. Oh, okay. I got it still. I declined it. She'll understand. Uh, Who's hot? I'm going to go just fans in general of sports. I mean, yeah, just showing their spirit and everything. Yeah, I had the Dolphins, Jags. You guys all saw it that. Next to each other, you got the guy dressed as a dolphin, the girl dressed as a jaguar. It was awesome. Then you had Tennessee Ole Miss throwing shit on the field, doing all everything. 
And then um, that Chief Super fan just got – he got in a big fight with his, like, friend or something that he brought up. So, you know, fans are just getting after it like always. We love to see it. I mean, that's what fans do. Hey, uh, did you see that soccer game where they collapsed the bleachers? Yeah, that was, there's another one. Yeah, getting getting after it. Um, then I'm going to – then for who's due, I'm going to go tight ends. Um, it's National Tight End uh, Day, I think, this weekend. And um, they, they've not been struggling fantasy-wise. <laughs> it's been hard to find a good tight end. I think this is the week for all tight ends. I think everyone's going to – I hope everyone has a big week all around the league except for the guy I'm playing against. can't remember who it is, but – yeah, they're gonna hope they have a good week because it's their this is their day to shine. So, no, they're definitely do. Like talking fantasy wise, like Kelsey's kind of like a lock fifteen plus. Besides that, everyone's like eight eight to like four. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Gasicki is all right, but yeah, he's been consistent for me. But I don't really know about other tight ends. I guess I know they have all been struggling. Yeah. All right. So for my who's hot and do. Um, who's hot? As much as I hate to say this, it's Luke's fantasy team. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as one poet said, they're on a roll like Cottonelle. Luke's literally sponsored by Cottonelle right now. Off to an 0-2 start, everyone rid you off, you know. You put up like 50 back-to-back weeks, and then you just yeah. out of nowhere shot out of a cannon. You're back. Like you're Dana Beers. Yeah, Jack, you were the one that, in this podcast, didn't you say I was due? Yeah, and, and then you went on streak. Look what happened. And then I said, like, Joey's – or no, someone said my team, but I haven't really done anything yet. I think it was – I think Joe did. Jack had a blockbuster today. Yeah, talk about <laughs> that, Joe. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll tell you about the trade. So, I have McCaffrey. I Once he kept going, like, once he went on the IR with the hamstring, I knew I was fucked because there is a high possibility he doesn't play for the rest of the year. So I was like, honestly, let's ship him for some value and then see what I can get. So I ended up trading Beast. It was McCaffrey, Chubb Hubbard, which is the handcuff, which I wanted to keep, but I couldn't, and then Henry Ruggs. But in return, I got Chase Edmonds, Cordell Patterson, and Calvin Ridley. So I think I won the deal, but it's pretty even. I think it's pretty fair. I think it's pretty fair. Just with how your teams are set up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it worked. And then – Okay, so back to my do. So my do for the week is uh, Iowa sports teams in college football that played this week. Um, you and I, 0-1. I actually went to the game. Then it was 24 to nothing at halftime, so then I went back. <laughs> Who'd they play? Um, South Dakota. It was actually oh, like 15 okay. versus 19 or something like that. Yeah. But then um, the University of Iowa as well. Uh, I guess we'll probably get into this later, so I won't rant about them. Yeah. All right, so that wraps up who's hot, who's due. Uh, real quick, the NBA started yesterday, so uh, we're going to go into our predictions for awards. Um, I'll start off with the rookie of the year. I'm going to go with Jalen Green. I think he's probably going to be, like, I don't know, like the go-to guy possibly, like him and Christian on the Rockets, and Jalen Green's just electric. Uh, yeah, I'm picking Jalen Green. Yeah, I'm going to go Jalen Green Green too. I think it really comes down to Cunningham and Jalen Green because they're both got the most opportunity. But Cunningham's got they got the Pistons aren't a terrible team, and the fucking Rockets are awful. As you can see, the Timberwolves are killing them tonight. But yeah, I think he's going to be able to score. He's going to be able to kind of be a be the guy. Him like you said, Christian Wood and Kevin Porter. I like that kind of core there for Young. I think he can score at any level. He's a elite scorer. So I think 
he'll put up the most numbers, and I like him for rookie of the year. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, the other favorite, um, Cade Cunningham. Uh, obviously, his best player out of college. Um, <clears throat> I mean, he's on the Pistons. Like, they got Jeremy Grant, but besides that, they don't have an option. Like, I was watching him tonight. So, Kelly he's definitely gonna... I, he, he looks terrible. He looks, I hate he's Kelly. He's playing on rollerblades. He's just <laughs> flying around. But, uh, no, he'll definitely be the number two option there. I mean, he's going to get his shots up. You know, he's going to put up numbers, so. Obviously, rookie of the year is like they don't they don't care how your team does because usually every team sucks. So it's just like what your numbers are at the end of the year. But yeah, so that's my rookie of the year. Uh, keeping her moving, sixth man of the year. I'm going with my ginger friend, uh, Ginger Nation, Kevin Huter from the Atlanta Hawks. He's an absolute god. Um, he could even possibly win All Star game or MVP. That's a fucking stretch. Um, six man, I'm going to Tyrese Halliburton. I think he was the guy. He was a guy last year that could have like started. I think he started a little bit. I'm not really sure, but he's got a, he's got a pretty solid team around him. And he's going to be kind of the guy. And all these other rookies that were kind of there last year are starting now. So, and he was already in that race for rookie of the year. And he what? And all those other guys are going to start. So, I think he's going to be the best guy available for that team too off the bench he's gonna play a lot of minutes he basically should could be a starter in my opinion yeah so I mean I'm basically gonna like my facts are kind of based off what Luke just said but kind of a hot and biased take I'm gonna go Alex Caruso yeah um watching watching him play tonight he's literally a starter for us he's unbelievable he's our best defensive player um I know me and Beans were talking about it when we were watching the game he's like we're saying Caruso he's like the best like bench player you could ask for because like he Heart hustles plug. exactly he's I love him, yeah. he hustles he shoots he finishes he defends like i mean he just brings energy so that's my um six man he's a huge reason why the lakers won that fucking title i think he stepped up big when he started for him at the end of in those last couple of games yeah that was huge uh the next category coach of the year um hot take here the jazz are winning the Western Conference in the regular season. And I'm taking Quinn Snyder, the leader of their team, to win Coach of the Year. I'm going to go Nate McMillan. Um, the Hawks, I think he was he was there last year. They had a really good team last year. I've always liked this Hawks team with uh, Trey Young leading them. And they were – they were in the – they could have made – obviously it was going to be tough because they had to beat the Bucks and stuff. But, yeah, they could have made the finals. And um, Sixers going to be down this year without Simmons, I think. So, they can step up. It's going to be the Nets, Bucks, and them, I really feel like, in the East. And, and he'll be a big part of it. Because he took over that team in, in the middle of that year last year, just ran with them. They just won games and games and games. And I think he's just going to pick up right where he left off. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna agree with Joey's pick here. I'm going to go with Jazz Coach. Um. I think it's been like the past two years they've <clears throat> been the first seed in the West, but they're just like so consistent. Like their offense is unbelievable. Um, <clears throat> like only with like two superstars too. Like that's huge. But yeah, that's basically what I'm going to say about um, Quinn Snyder. Uh, the next category, defensive player of the year. Uh, I don't really know who I like for this. I bet Joel Embiid, after losing Ben Simmons, is just probably going to go ballistic the rest of the year. But uh, 
I fucking hate Joel Embiid, so I'm going to take Anthony Davis. Uh, I think he's like, is he going to play the five this year? I know DeAndre Jordan played <clears throat> yesterday, but I mean, if he's a guy like locking down the middle, they're going to be playing like small everywhere else. So uh, I like him to protect the rim, and he's usually in the conversation when healthy anyway, so I'll take Anthony Davis. Uh, I'm going to go Giannis. I think he's the most like complete, complete player on defense. He can guard one through five. He's long, athletic. He can block shots, as he, obviously. I think he's just the best all-around defender, which I think that's how it should be. Like, last year and stuff, I think Ben Simmons should have won. But, no, they gave it to the guy that blocked shots. Which I think they know they kind of messed up there. So, I think Giannis will they'll go to that, where a guy that can guard every position and defends well at every position will start to win these awards. Yeah, I'm going to go with another, like, big man here um i'm gonna go bam out of bio past couple of years i mean he's been in the conversation um i think the heat will be a competent team in the east this year with kyle Lowry. so obviously like they got they had kelly olenic they got rid of him so i mean he's like kind of that dude down there so obviously he's one of the best uh shot blockers and rebounders so i'm gonna go bam not surprised jack brought up kyle Lowry at all but um <laughs> you don't want to get it going yeah, don't even get him started. But uh, moving on to who's going to get the MVP chance this season, I'm taking Stephen Curry. He went fucking ballistic last year when he's healthy. He got a rip from him when he got hurt. He's the most entertaining player in basketball. The Warriors, once they're back to full strength, they're going to be an elite team. I fucking love Stephen Curry's winning the MVP. I think the only reason he might not is they're not going to be higher than like a four seed so or five seed. Well, I mean, it just depends. Like, once Mike no Thompson one, coming back. I do not know. Yeah, I can tell you. Anywho, Giannis, I mean, he's coming off of – this is my pick last Fuck. year. That, this can't happen again. What? Giannis again. What? He didn't win last year. Wait, who did? Joker. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I like yeah, I had him as a three-peat, but then no one won. Obviously, he didn't win. He, sh- he easily could have. He – had a hell of a year. He's coming off a um, championship. I think he's just going to ball out like he because he's unbelievable. He plays way too hard. I think he for, doesn't get hurt either. No, I he's just he's going to play defense. He's going to play offense. He's going to put up points. He's going to rebound. He does it all. They're going to be a top two seed in there in the Eastern Conference. And he's just I don't know if he's the best player, but I think he will put up the most numbers and he is the best all around talent in the. NBA right now, I think. Yeah, I'm going to go with um, a different guy from both of you. I'm going to go Kevin Durant. Um, obviously, I think everyone knows he's the best basketball player in the world right now. He had a great season last year before he got injured and missed some time. But I think this is a year where they, like, just take over the East and, like, you know, like how the Bucks have just, like, owned the regular season. I think they can figure it out. Without Kyrie or not, it's going to add just numbers for him. But they're just going to win regardless. Um, I think they get the one seed in the East. So I'm going to go KD. I think uh, quick here. Uh, I think Kyrie almost has like a Odell effect, where like when he's with you, like they don't really like win. It just looks different, you know. And then like they have them games where they they can win you games, but it's like for how much like shit they bring to the table and everything. It's like I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, yeah, I, I, I get I get that, but Odell's not like a fucking doing what. Right. No. Um, yeah. You're talking. Kyrie, right. Kyrie is way worse than Odell. I but. understand. I understand where you're going with it, though. But yeah. yeah, 
Uh, then finals predictions is kind of chalk, but it's just because what I want to see this year, Lakers, Nets. Obviously, Lakers have all these vets that are going to be super hungry for a title. Um, I mean, on paper, they have, like, probably the best, well, I guess, name-wise. But then with the Nets, uh, I love how James Harden runs an offense, and then you just surround – you're just surrounded by shooters. And obviously, like, pretty much the most unguardable basketball player of all time in Kevin Durant. Uh, I, I mean, like I said, it like, hopefully injuries don't happen because both these teams can easily get bit by that bug. But, uh, yeah, this is just what I want to see Lakers Nets. Yeah, I'm going to agree with the Nets part because I just think, I think Kyrie will come to his senses and play and obviously they're a better team with him. I mean, a guy like that on, on the floor and they sh- really should have made it last year, but, uh, and then I think I'm going to go. Jazz, I think this is kind of the year they do step up and win. And uh, Lakers didn't look great last night. I don't want to base it off one night, but they looked like they struggled. they got to figure stuff, some stuff out. Yeah, I just think the Jazz are a young team. They're kind of all right where they need to be in age-wise. And I, they, they're a good fucking team. I think this is the, finally the year they get over the hump. Yeah, um, I'm going to go Jazz with the West side with you, like, Luke. But I'm going to go with the Bucks. Um, As I just just say, uh, I do think the Nets will win the regular season title. But, I mean, the Bucks, like, you don't want to play the Bucks like, in Milwaukee. Like, they're unbelievable. They're even better than last year, I believe. But, so, I think they're going to top the Nets in the playoffs. And then it's going to be Bucks and Jazz. The thing about the Jazz, too, like – I hope the Bucks make it. You absolutely do not want to play the Jazz – Donovan Mitchell is a fucking different human in the playoffs. Like, the amount of records he's, like, already been breaking for his age. Like, he's been in the playoffs his whole career, and he's been the main guy every single year. Mm-hmm. Like, he's unbelievable. But that's the one thing, though. That's, like, the one flaw in the Jazz is that they can never right. win the playoffs. No, yeah, right. Yeah. And Rudy Gobert fucking he's terrible. doesn't show up in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, if I you can just Rudy fucking Gobert. foul Rudy, and I mean, that's just huge. Yeah. But uh, yeah, moving into MLB oh, wait, real Joe. quick. Um, Joe, uh, just wait. Oop, my bad. Did you guys, did you guys do most improved at all or no? I no, mean, no. I can. Okay. I, no, I, just, I was just wondering. I didn't. I just I wondered if you missed it or not. Okay, yeah, that's fine. I, I just, I didn't know if you had it and missed it. Oh, uh, Miles Porter Jr. Anyway, Drum MLB. <laughs> MLB. Uh, so the Braves are playing the Dodgers right now. The series is at two one. The score is five to two. Um, bottom of the sixth. But uh, yeah, if the Braves win, they advance. Then the Sox. I mean, they just got to fucking win. They're letting the Astros back into this. Um, yeah, Astros I don't know. are up now. What? Astros are up three two now after the. Yeah. So um, they just hit the fucking shit out of the ball. Yeah, you guys can go ahead with baseball. Yeah, I think I uh, the uh, what's their name? The Red Sox were hot, but Astros right now are just on another level, hitting the fucking shit out of the ball. That's what they do. I mean, they're starting to finally pitch. So I hope the Braves make it too because I don't want I, a Braves fucking Astros would be awesome. It'd be a lot of a lot of hits, a lot of runs, just like this series with Red Sox. That'd be exciting. No, yeah, it's unbelievable how well they're hitting. Like, if Boston wanted to win the series, they had to take those last two in Boston. But since now the Astros have the lead now, and, like, they took the last two, they might be kind of fucked. Yeah, now they get two going to Houston. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, yeah, 
NL side, it's like surprising. Like the Braves are playing. I mean, especially Jack Peterson is playing his fucking ass off right now. Like their lineup, I mean, top to bottom, like Ozuna's not even playing. Um, Soler's not even playing now. Acuna, but um, they're so fucking good. They top to bottom are an unbelievable hitting team. I want the Braves so bad, but if you could you imagine Dodgers Astros again? Yeah, that'd be heated. How fucking heated that series would be. But no, I want the Braves. I had them at the beginning of the year. I want them to. I like them too. Uh, moving into college football, so. There's, like, fucking shitty week in college week, but uh, there are a few, like, big headlines. Um, we'll get to Iowa last. But um, the number 17, 18, 19, and 20 seed all lost this week. Like, that – I don't think I've ever seen that fucking happen. But, uh, yeah, that um, – Coach all leaves LSU, like I said before. Then uh, the Tennessee thing that Luke brought up earlier, and then Oklahoma, they uh, play Caleb Williams, and fucking Oklahoma just went ballistic. So, I mean, anything you guys want to hit on for college football in the past week, you guys can go ahead, but it's just kind of a terrible week. I'll talk a little bit about Iowa. Um, I think that for the, the country's sake, like people that like college football and talk about it and shit, this was good because now they don't have to worry about, like, what about Iowa when they're doing everything? And now it's just like, okay, they lost, they're done. And I think everyone can kind of test to that. But I do think this kind of could be a blessing in disguise for Hawks fans. Obviously, it sucks. We don't want to lose. But now we don't have to worry about all that number two on burden off our – that's off our shoulders now. But, um, no, we should have beat them. It fucking sucks. They played like shit. Peters finally showed what Peters is. Not a good quarterback. We don't turn the ball over. It's we're, it's bound to happen. I mean, everyone's kind of been waiting for it. Once we don't turn the ball, don't get turnovers, see what happens. And it was flipped. We turned the ball over four fucking times. Brian Ferentz, horrible fucking game, play calling. Peaches, terrible. Defense wasn't awful. It's just that one receiver has our fucking numbers. So, yeah, that's all I got to say. It was awful, though. Yeah, I'm going to talk about that game. I'm not going to, like, slander any because, I mean, obviously there's, like, really no slander. They just got fucking yeah. beat, beat down. We know. We fucking sucked. It was. But, no, I mean, me and Beano were talking about that game, and we are like, I was literally on upset. Like, before the game even started, we're like, I was on upset alert every single week because all it takes is one off day from your defense, which happened. Yeah. Because, obviously, your offense can't win you games just by themselves. But, I mean, I think they'll still finish strong. They have a few tough games left. Um, Wisconsin, Nebraska, I think, will both be good. Yeah. But it, It's nice, like I said, getting that number two burden off our shoulders going into Wisconsin at Camp Randall, going into that game off of – obviously, we have a bye this week, but now we're not number two anymore. So, it's like – obviously, they're still going to be fired up, but it won't be as – it'll be a little – like, okay, back to earth, Iowa. Let's get back to Iowa football and win some game. Yeah, um, it was – parents weekend up in cedar falls and uh i just like pulled up a chair next to the dad and started watching the second half and like all these dads were just surrounding the tv and it was just it was kind of weird just getting their perspective of like how fucking frustrated iowa fans get just watching us play like obviously we had like a few games this year where it's just like oh my god this seems fucking insane but now we're just like oh you know it's back to the regular shit like losing to purdue like fucking always and i don't know it's yeah i don't know what it is with purdue some scheme they have their coach they some they beat us every year they make it tough every year i don't know 
But yeah, but, uh, so I think that wraps up college football. We'll move into week six football. Um, starting with Monday night game, Bills lose a shocker to the Titans. Uh, fucking Derrick Henry just ran the ball all over them, and then like that opened up their passing game. A.J. Brown played with like a food sickness. Uh, he even played like pretty decent in the second half. I mean, the Bills were responding every time, and it was just a great Monday night game. But then that play call on the one, it's like, I think it was genius. I mean, we were talking about this last week, like, yo, if you go for two or not to win the game or bring it in the overtime, I thought going for two was a great call. I mean, you're in Tennessee. Tennessee's running through your defense the entire game. You have Josh Allen as a quarterback. Like, I mean, I say stick it over. And, like, what the announcers were saying, they're like, Sean McDermott's trying to get a fucking winning culture in Buffalo. Like, yeah, go for the fucking win. Win the thing. Like, the Bills don't need this game anyway to be the one seed in their division, so fucking why not? Yeah, no, Titans are kind of this team, though. They can beat anybody. They can lose anybody. That's just who they are with Derrick Henry. Um, yeah, like you said, you got to go for that. There's Because no, if you kick a field goal, tie it, then what if you don't get the ball back and then the Titans just go down the field and score? It's like, then it's like, well, that sucks. You're basically throwing going up to a coin flip. That's basically leaving it up to if you don't. But Derrick Henry is unbelievable. Like, I don't know when we're going to start talking about him as being one of the best of all time. Like, he's got to be in that conversation soon. He is unbelievable. He puts up 2,000 yards every fucking year he's in the league and how many touchdowns. He's unreal. You can't stop him. Yeah, maybe this game is, though, like the Titans finally, like, started playing like the Titans game. Because, like, coming in the year, everyone's like, they're Super Bowl contenders right away. You know, like, they have so much talent. But before this game, they, like, played kind of like shit. So, I mean, maybe they're back on track. Who knows yet? Maybe it was just kind of like a spontaneous fluke game. But, yeah, I mean, as long as you have Derrick Henry back there, it doesn't matter who's blocking for him. He has given, like, three yards of, like, non-contact before the line. He's going to get get you nine yards at least. Yeah, and they got the Chiefs this week. So, I mean – Hopefully they can re I mean reenact like what happened on Monday. But uh yeah, the Titans they lost to the Jets earlier this year. So that makes the Bills worse than the Jets and the Steelers, if you look at it on paper. So uh and, and the, the Bears frauds. And the Bears. Why is that? Uh, you lost to the Bengals and you beat the Bengals. Yeah, Bam. Bear. yeah. Bears. But anyway, best team in the league. The next game, uh the Jags beat the Dolphins in London. Uh <laughs> a late field goal gives Urban Myers first win. Uh, I mean, if we were in London, the Falcons and Jags would be in the Super Bowl right now. Yeah, I'll let that sink in. I never thought of that. Holy shit. This was – I I watched a little bit of this game once I woke up in Iowa City, watched like a quarter and then left. But not really much to talk about. I mean, awesome field goal because I don't think they made a field goal all year and then they hit two like 50-yarders, boom, boom, wins the game. It's awesome to see the Jags win. Yeah, I mean, just good for the Jags. I mean, they're just the definition of do. Like, what, is 20 in a row they've lost? I mean, just getting the feeling of winning again is good for them. Yeah, Luke, you called it last week that the Jags were due. Yeah. But uh, going to the team that Jack said was due, uh, the Bengals whooped the shit out of the Lions in Motor City. Uh, I mean, the story of this game was uh, uh, press conference, post-game press conference. Dan Campbell, he's just fucking fed up with it. He said about Jared Goff, he needs to step it up. And, I mean, it's the Jags got a few games left on their schedule that they could possibly win. But, I mean, right now, like, they can't. 
mean, like that just can't happen. But I mean, it's fucking looking like it. Yeah, because they got. I know, I know. Bears have tough schedule. Vikings have tough schedule. So I assume the Lions do too. Coming up yet? They're like toughest in the league right now. It's like they got to get one, you would think. But Bengals are rolling. Like I know we talking, we didn't know what to think about them, but they're playing pretty fucking good. And they, and now the Browns are kind of banged up. They could make a run for that division, but I can't see that anyone beating the Ravens right now. But yeah, watch out for the Bengals. They're playing good. Burrow's playing good. Jamar Chase mixing everything's working for them. Yeah, the Bengals Bengals are just like definition of like a fringe team right now. Like, you don't know if they're good, but you don't know if they're bad. Like, they're just like a solid team right now. But I mean, you could easily swing one or the other way. But uh, yeah, I mean. They just whooped the fucking Lions, which is actually kind of hard to do in Detroit this year. Yeah, I mean, like what Jack was saying, like they're playing up to their competition, but they're also like playing down to their competition. I mean, obviously other than this game, but uh, yeah, the uh, Bengals, they definitely do look way better. So, um, yeah, we'll move it into the next game, though. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, and I quote, own the Bears. And, uh, yeah, they pretty much always have, I guess, other than when you guys were on that Super Bowl dynasty. Well, I guess they weren't even called Super Bowls yet. But, anyway, uh, I'll let you two talk about this because, I mean, obviously all I have to say is that Aaron Rodgers owns you. Yeah, it's fucking bullshit. I hate him so much. I always have. But, fuck, I'm not a guy that blames shit on refs, but, oh, my God, they were fucking bad in this game. That fucking interception that Fields started the game off with, like, or his first fucking interception, whatever it was. The guy was off. The guy jumped, and he thought he has a free play, and he throws it. It was awful. And then we had another situation where Fields calling for a timeout, and the refs aren't even looking at him, don't even give it to him, call the delay of game, move us outside of field goal range. And everyone on Twitter is like saying, oh, you got to score more than 14 to beat the Packers. I'm like, well, we probably could have if we would have got those two plays as, like, penalties and, like, a, at least get a field goal out of the one at, who says we make it? But, yeah, I mean, it's not – we didn't play awful. Our offense wasn't great. I mean, we're figuring it out. Cool Herbert played good, but fucking hate Aaron Rodgers. He's an asshole. Well, just the worst part about him saying that is have to – too, because, yeah. like, everyone knows it's true. Yep. But, yeah, I mean, this game looked pretty embarrassing. But, like Luke said, a couple plays um, could have kept the drive going where we were in range. So, definitely could be a different outcome. I don't think the Bears are bad this year. Um, obviously their offense is pretty bad as of right now, but like Justin Fields has made his third career start. So, and he's playing in fucking Andy Dalton's system right now. So we'll see how it goes. I think they can, I mean, they're like a 500 team this year. Yeah. Uh, last week I was talking about how I fucking hate QBR, but Justin Fields QBR right now is 23.9. Yeah, he's two and two, so. Yeah, but then, uh, like you said, he's in fucking his head coach is Mad Nagy and old line suspect, and yeah, it's can easily overact at that number. But anyway, uh, Colts beat the shit out of the Texans. Ty is back, and Davis Mills interceptions are back. So there you go. Yeah, this Colts team is finally coming out and showing what they kind of people were expecting, but Texans suck. I mean, that's all there is to it. They're not a fucking good team without Tyrod. They weren't really with him. They're competent, though. They could win fucking games. Yeah. This game was a shit show. That's all I got. 
No, yeah, basically all I had to say is this game proved that Jonathan Taylor is that dude. Like, he's just a fucking stud. The next game we have uh Chiefs secure win on Sean Taylor Day. Uh, why have a commemorative game against the Chiefs? Well, maybe because your franchise is an insane investigation on them right now, and you need a distraction. But, yeah, I mean, other than that, the Chiefs, they – I mean, this game, like, the – the Redskins weren't ever like out of it until the fourth, and then the Chiefs just did what the Chiefs do, you know, like fucking touchdown play or whatever. And yeah, I mean, if you look at the scoreboard, it looks like a blowout. So yeah, that's all that matters. Yeah, they held them scores the second half. Uh, yeah, football team. Yeah, the whole game they were kind of right in it. Looked like they were gonna make a game out of it. But yeah, like you kind of hand on everything. Chiefs do the Chiefs do. Mahomes played good. I think he still threw a pick or two, but. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of expected. Chiefs should have won this game. They did. Yeah, I think it's the first game all year, though, that the defense actually showed up. Um, they played well against the football team, actually, like which is the first team they have done all year. But besides that, yeah, I mean, you could have really expected the score. So the next game, uh, the Chargers lose their spark in Baltimore. Uh, we knew this fourth down stuff was was probably not going to be sustainable. I mean, they were seven and seven on the season on fourth down, and now they're eight and eleven. And they went on their own nineteen yard line. Like, uh, if you're going to give the ball to Lamar Jackson, like he's just going to fucking punish you. And then, I mean, they got field, they got great field position, and then they they have this fucking running back grade field of Le'Veon Bell, Devontae Freeman, and. Uh, or no, who's the other one I'm thinking of? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yep. I mean, it's like they're just taking all these has-been running backs going touchdowns with them, but whatever, the Ravens keep winning. Yeah, Ravens are showing they're a really fucking good team. Chargers, nothing. They had nothing going. Obviously, score shows that. They look, didn't look good. Herbert didn't look good all around. The team didn't look good, but I mean, they're, they're, they are a pretty young team. Uh, young coach. I mean, they're going to have these uh, growing pains. But, yeah, the Ravens look really good. And they're battling tons of injuries, and they keep winning. So, kudos to Harbor, Harbaugh for that. Yeah, I just want to say, like, this proves John Harbaugh is, like, a genius. But I don't think it's too big of, like – it's not that big of a deal for the Chargers. I think they'll be fine. I think they'll make the playoffs still. But, yeah, I mean, the Ravens, like, you got to make an argument. Weren't they the best or one of the best teams in football right now? Next game, we have uh, the Rams steamroll. The G-Man. And uh, the Giants had no hope this game. Uh, Danny lose change, four, four turnovers. And obviously, Cooper Cup's like the fucking best player in football right now. So, Yeah, I don't even remember watching much this game. It just kind of was just kind of on every once in a while because all it was is Rams scoring and Giants suck. That's what it was. So, yeah, that's, I didn't really have much for it. I just can't really remember much of this game. No, yeah, this game was just over from the start. That's all about – that's about all. Next game we have uh, Vikings win another close game late versus Carolina. Um, I found out what that drum was called, and they call it percussion, like per like a cat. Um, yeah. But the story of the game was this fight that the fans had in the tunnel. And, like, I haven't even seen it on Instagram yet. But so this old dude, Vikings fan – He's getting, like, kicks and punches thrown at him by, like, this, like, woman Vikings fan, another, like, older, probably middle-aged lady. And they keep scrapping out for, like, a long time. Then this, uh, the Vikings, like, old guy, he, like, starts coming at people. And next thing you know, he gets the fucking undercut of a lifetime straight to the dome. 
KOs him, has no idea where he's at. But then, like, it was like he was the fucking Undertaker. He comes back alive and starts running back after the people he's fighting. I think he got some cheap shots in. But, you know, the dumbest people on earth are people that film fights. They're fucking terrible at it. Never seen a well-filmed fight that hasn't been fucking on TV. But, like, yeah, yeah unbelievable fight. It was awesome. Highlighted. I didn't, I didn't even fucking see that. Oh, wow. you have to look it up. It's <laughs> unbelievable. This old dude gets his lights <laughs> fucking knocked out of him. Going to that drum thing, though, do you think Purdue brought the drum to? They definitely big... did. Yeah, that's probably why we lost. Man. You can't really beat that. It's so fucking loud. You think Kinnick's loud. That's way louder. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, the Vikings pull out another one. Kirk Cousins, I don't I don't like Kirk Cousins at all, but he keeps fucking playing pretty well, and I fucking hate it because I just want him to just be terrible. No, it's, I don't know. I fucking hate the Vikings. They should have lost this game. They blew it again, just about. But yeah, I don't really have much. Yeah, I think the Vikings should have absolutely like won this game. Um, they're up eight with like forty-five seconds to go, and they pinned Carolina like on the one. And then Carolina drives down with Sam Darnold, who didn't do shit all day. Drives down, gets two point, brings into overtime. But yeah, the Vikings sneak out with another one, bring them to five hundred. Yeah, like Sam Darnold, obviously like one of the biggest question marks. He like his receivers didn't really help him, but he threw forty one percent completion percentage his game. Like he almost they, won. yeah, exactly. Like, what like, the fuck? They, that's a game you have to win if you're like correct. Well, yeah. anyway. Well, no, like look at the box score of each, like the passing, the rushing, everything. How the fuck did the Panthers go to overtime? It's the Vikings, man. They had no business being there. Well, anyway, the Cardinals they. Beat the fuck out of the Browns in the dog pound. Uh, Baker got hurt. Just add to the Browns injury bug. Uh, the Cardinals didn't have Kingsbury. Hot seat or? Um, yeah, a little COVID boy over there. They, they're <laughs> killing, they're killing it. Uh, the Cardinals, they, I mean, obviously Browns were banged up. Uh, they lost Hunt. They already didn't have Chubb. They lost Hunt in the game. Mayfield got hurt, but that was Game was already over at that point. Browns looked like they had a game when they hit that Hail Mary at the end of the half, and then they didn't score the whole fucking second half. Cardinals ran all over. Ran, they, there's a way better team. Kyler Murray is a stud. So had nothing much to it. No, yeah. I mean, can't really say much about it. Like, Browns just – the whole team just, like, dropped out of nowhere. Like, Chubb was already out, but, like, Baker got hurt again. Odell went out of the game. Kareem went out of the game, like. I mean, if they don't have those guys, they don't have a chance. But the Cardinals, yeah, they just lit it up on offense. I mean, they've been doing it all year. So the Cowboys went in a shootout versus Patriots. Well, if you think about it, if their mascots got into a shootout, I would take the Cowboys because six shooters are way more efficient than muskets. And uh, it's the same way with their football team's firepower. Um, I mean, Trayvon Diggs had a great pick. He also blew one. Mac Jones looked like pretty decent, even though that ball at the end should have been picked off. But, uh, yeah, I mean, other than that, Dak has a calf injury that he admitted. But, like, I didn't know he owned cows. And, like, why would him having a calf injured matter with his football? But, I mean, whatever. Well, he's like, I mean, he's a cowboy, so. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh. This is that damn spread that we were all like, what the fuck? And, like, it almost worked. Like, it almost was there. Like, 
Patriots almost covered. Um, yeah, Beast will tell you all fucking day about how Trayvon Diggs is the most overrated corner, how he gives up so many touchdowns. I'm like, if you give up a touchdown, but you get a pick six, you get a couple picks, it's like corners give up touchdowns. It happens, but you get this many picks, like you, he's pretty good, uh, I think. And yeah, this Cowboys offense is unbelievable. They just, they can do it all. They can run. They can pass. They can score. They can put up points whenever they need to. They're gonna put up thirty every game this year. I really feel strongly about that. But yeah, Cruz the Patriots, Mac Jones played pretty solid. They hung in there. Yeah, I mean, this Cowboys offense, there's just really not a way to stop them. Like, they've been running all over teams all year long. And then Patriots load the box on them. So Dak just absolutely, like, dots them all up. Like, he just lost his mind. He threw for 445. But yeah, I mean, it's going to be tough to stop this Cowboys offense. So the Raiders handled the Broncos without John Gruden. Um, just one thing I want to say about this game. Henry Ruggs is like the epitome of Deshaun Jackson in my eyes. Like just a fast receiver that catches like only deep balls. And I mean, that's just like the one way that they're relevant. I know Deshaun Jackson is like a return guy too, but I mean, Henry Ruggs, like every week we've sat down and watched the ball. I swear we've seen a deep ball go to him. Yeah, Joe, that was a nice, that was a very nice comparison. I like that. Thank you. Um, yeah. Yeah. Without, without Gruden, I I was way off my pick. I had the under in this. Holy fuck, was I wasn't even close. Both these teams just put on points. Broncos kind of keep proving they're not really that good of a team. Teddy threw three picks, three touchdowns with three picks. That's a lot. You're not really going to win a game like that. And, yeah, kudos the Raiders to kind of go away, battle through that uh, John Gruden shit and win this game. I mean, yeah, this basically just proved the Broncos are frauds. Uh, <clears throat> even though Teddy Bridgewater threw for three touchdowns, two of them were late, and he had like three or four interceptions too. So, well, I mean, this is the second week in a row that uh, Teddy hasn't covered, and like that's the only reason why he's starting. So maybe Drew Lock time. Yeah, I mean, you might as well. Yeah, I don't, yeah, so... I don't mind it at all. <laughs> the Steelers won an OT versus Seahawks on Sunday night. Um, literally on the backs of TJ Watt and Najee Harris. Uh, just some other things to bring up though. Jamal Adams, like TikTok, kind of ruined this story, but like he said, he's like or whatever. And then Big Ben, the nation. Big Ben in the clutch, doinks the ball right off the face mask <laughs> that could have been returned for six. Which, uh, yeah, nice throw, Ben. Wrong jersey, but anyway, the last thing I want to bring up: Russell Wilson, that like little imaginary football thing he did before the game. Come yeah. the fuck on. It's like, I I, I want to say he's doing it for attention because who in the right mind does like a two-minute drill just with a wide-open football field, nobody on there? Like, I don't know. It's That's a football weird. guy move. It, I think it's beyond like try hard. Like, hey, look no, at me. Like, I'm like hurt, that? but I'm still playing. No, I don't like it. Yeah, that's just a football guy move right there. No, I can't That's believe try that. hard. I mean, like no try hard football guy. But like, look at me, I'm hurt. I'm still playing. He's at, he's he's supposed to be out six to eight weeks. He's he'll be you watch. He'll be back way before that. He'll be back four weeks top max. Yeah, because Russell Wilson's a great second half of the year guy too. It's I I don't care. He's well. The thing is, he's missing these games, so he's gonna kind of once he comes back, he's got to make up for the. It was about eight games a year, and these games will make up for it when he comes back but 
I love that. I that's all I gotta say. But yeah, the Steelers lucky to fucking come away with this one. Thanks to fucking TJ Watt. You guys almost lost to Geno Smith. <laughs> no, yeah, this game was just downright fucking ugly to watch. Like I would have had way more fun watching the local news than this game. <laughs> but I mean it ended up being ended up being exciting at the end, which the only thing that saved it. But besides that, there's not much talk about this game. It's just really dumb. Just another Steelers game, boring as fuck. Yeah, but y'all watch it anyway. I actually didn't watch the second half. I was doing homework, so like, I watched overtime. Thursday night game, the Eagles they against the Bucks, and that's all I have to say about this game. Did not watch it. Tom's birthday, um, but yeah, they covered. So the Eagles, they're I think they're fucking covering a lot this year. I think I wrote something down about that, but tune in the. Saturday's episode to see that. Yeah, the end, the end of the ending of this game for like betting wise was fucking crazy because they go for two, no, no reason to go for two. They cover, and then I know we had me and Jack had this, and then Michael Keegan had this in a huge parlay. Brady's fucking rush yards, they're in the red zone, and they decided Neil it loses his yards. He had four, ended up being at one, over unders one and a half. Bad beat right there. It sucked. I don't really remember this game either, Joe. I was with you, and yeah, that's all. There, that's all I gotta say. I don't. I didn't really watch it. No, yeah, uh, Eagles were definitely going for two just because Vegas was pulling for them, like they did it for the boys in Vegas. Oh yeah, because it was just I, it didn't make any sense. But yeah, I mean, there's not much to this game. Uh, Buccaneers basically handled them. You know, they scored Eagles what like seven in the first, seven in the second. Besides that, very last touchdown. But yeah, I mean. It was a solid game. I mean, not too much to talk about. Yeah, so that wraps up week six. Um, but week seven, since this episode is coming out on a Thursday, we're going to give you our Thursday night pick. Uh, Broncos are playing the Browns in Cleveland. Cleveland's favored by two. I have no idea why I'm taking the Browns. We just name off the injuries that the Browns have right now. Uh, I imagine, like, some of them will play, but I know a lot of them got ruled out today. Uh, Denzel Ward, Jadavion Clowney, uh, Jack Conklin, this Treader guy, Jennifer Quills, all offense linemen, Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, Miles Garrett, Tack McKinley, and then obviously Baker. Like, it's I, – I mean, if the Broncos lose this game with, like, half them guys out, I'll fucking shit my pants. No, yeah, I'm taking – oh, you can go ahead, Luke. I yeah, I mean, not much to it. I'm taking Broncos plus two. I mean – that's all I got. Joe said it all. Yeah. Same with you. Um, Broncos, money line. Got to take the units. Yeah. yeah I, mean, I'll, I mean, I'm going to take it out of my farm. Money line? Yeah. Not a boy. Uh, but anyway. Not a boy. Look at him. Look at this I'll go, I'll go over our betting slate from last week. So, I ended up being 8-4. and four. I'm not even going to say what Jack and Luke's records were because they are that bad. But, uh, yeah, I have a steady lead in front. Um, I hit on my farm. You guys missed your farms. That's probably – that, like, adds a lot to why your record is so bad. But, uh, yeah, that uh, wraps up today's episode. Uh, tune in Saturday for all of our picks. Um, thanks for listening. This kid is a game. He's a He's a I got
Hey, hey, send it. 